we here at Hameen Media Group proceed to grow exponentially month by month. And we could not do it without our army of loyal listeners, as well as the absolute best sponsors in the free market today. Hameen Media is proud to give our 100% guarantee that our sponsors offer the absolute very best in their respective industries. And all of them offer products and services that will be of tremendous value to you. Not able to go to a gym? Or would you rather train at home to improve your health, lower your risk of getting sick, or have the body you always wanted? Then check out Stevie Richards Fitness, the most valuable workout program you can find in 2020, costing just a fraction of what the big companies charge, but with unmatched superior quality at StevieRichardsFitness.com. And after your workout, you'll probably be hungry, but how can you be sure what you're putting in your stomach is of premium quality? can't speak for other brands, but we can speak of Zordo's olive oil. Does your olive oil at home say ultra premium? Ultra premium is a distinction that olive oil brands can only legally claim if they meet very strict standards and guidelines. Most olive oils cannot meet such rigid requirements, but Zordo's olive oil does with its imported ultra premium Greek olive oil. Taste the difference for yourself at Zordo'sOliveOil.com. And speaking of consuming quality products, it's important to start your day off on the right foot. Don't run it by drinking watered down bean juice. Wake up and have a cup of bro, bro. With the Coffee Brosters, the only place you can get the limited edition Vince Russo coffee. Organic Nicaraguan fair trade coffee roasted to perfection with notes of milk chocolate and walnut straight from the farm to your coffee mug at thebroasters.com. And of course, you can't profile without style. And what better way to look stylish and support your favorite independent wrestling talent than with some swag from Pro Wrestling Tees. Offering original merchandise for your favorite pro wrestlers you can't find anywhere else and a great way to give back to those who sacrifice their bodies for our entertainment. Check out all the latest and greatest pro wrestling shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you once again to all of our sponsors as well as our loyal listeners. We cannot do what we do without you, and we are only just getting started. We cannot express our gratitude enough. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, Twi'leks, Mandalorians, especially you Mandalorians, to another edition of Mandomania. And oh yeah, it's running wild. Dig it. And what's it gonna do? This is the Mandalorian Review Analysis Show brought to you by that new Force Order. Well, first and foremost, let me say uh, shout out to the Sith Lord of the podcast, Dark Spiridon. Unfortunately, he cannot attend tonight's uh, analysis and or review. He is called away on other business. So uh, what we're doing right now is we're bringing in the honorary NFL member, our fourth <laughs> man of the team. Okay. So uh, we're going to have a good time tonight, ladies and gentlemen, talking about season two, episode one of Mandalorian. I am one third of your host i am a pro wrestler multi-time champion um you know me as greek god papadon aka ggp ah, to the greek, greek god. and alongside with me i have a pretty oh so witty medical droid who never looks in the camera uh <laughs> but has some cool t-shirts so i can't fault him for that um but he's also got a kung fu grip and he's not mr steel girl but he is mr steel thunder and we are graced again with the presence, you know him as the Jack Stack Action Packed uh, X Division Champion of the NFL. Introduce yourself, boys. I am smarter than to be more technical than FX7, the God of Steel and Thunder. 
And man, oh Mandalorian, am I hard as a rock tonight. It is. Oh yeah, okay, go ahead. Say your name, man. And your and your name? Doctor Destroyo. Alex Arroyo. <laughs> that was a dramatic pause. Yeah, with a greenhorn, anyway. Give me the spot, kid. Uh, and of course, I am the Mocha Skin Manimal, the Man of Opportunity. God created all men equal, then He created me the sequel. Quick to slap a fool, the X Division champion, ravishing Rohit Raju. So good to be back with the homies, talking some Mando season two, boy. Ooh, I can't wait to discuss this. All right, well, let's get down to brass tacks, if you will. Now, I was telling Doc, bro that I actually saw it at 3 a.m. this morning. I, uh, I kind of worked myself into a shoot because I put my, my kid to bed. And uh, no, 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 not, not, not that type of shoot. Um, <laughs> basically, what happened was I told my wife that if I fall asleep putting my son to bed, let me sleep because I have my alarm set for 3 a.m. to wake up and watch Mando. So what happens? I put him to bed. I fall asleep. And lo and behold, I wake up an hour later, can't go back to bed. It's 11, 11.30, can't go back to bed. So from 11, 11.30 to 3 a.m., what do I do? I got to watch Dark on Netflix to kill some time, right? So I'm watching TV. I can't go to bed. I can't go to bed. 3 o'clock comes. Boom, I watch Mando. Obviously, fantastic, amazing episode. I'm, I'm on cloud nine. Now at 4 o'clock, I definitely can't go to bed. I did not go to bed till about 4.30 this morning. So I'm running on fumes right now, trying to make it happen because I'm an idiot and I may work myself into a shoot. But God damn it, was it worth it, boy? Shoot. So I loved it. You guys loved it? They came hard, hard out the gate. Yeah. And number one, it was an hour. Number two, for any like real Star Wars fan, it had some deep cuts. And then the finish, so to speak, literally... Had me running my house, running around my house like a kid at fucking Christmas. I was just like, you goose, I got goosebumps thinking about it, and I was just like, please let this happen. Oh my god, it's happening! And I said, that's it, man. That's how you start a season. Yep. It's like holy shit. It's it, you know what, people. If you guys haven't realized it by now, uh, they started hot, and they yeah. even they started hot, then they ended in nuclear hot, yeah. and they left you hanging. So right now I'm chomping at the bits. I've seen it twice. I want to watch it another two, three, four times tonight. You know? Um, so, uh, all right. What was your favorite part of the episode, Ro? You know, obviously it was the end, the reveal with Boba. Okay. I absolutely love that. I love the fact that uh, I read the Aftermath books, so I was familiar with Cobb Vanth. And I was kind of glad, you know, they discussed that a little bit. And then... Uh, the crate dragon, which is also another deep cut in the Star Wars universe, but for me it was the reveal when it was uh, was Temu Temuru. Man, I, I popped huge for that. I was that was my favorite part. The whole episode was awesome, and it, the way it started was like a like a this badass Western when he's walking into that town and everyone's just kind of staring at him, and then the marshal walks in and he has like, hey, you know, I'll pour you a drink, and just the dialogue between the two, and then. But that that ending, man, fuck, it it got me. I can't wait to see where they go with this season. So stoked, Doc. Off the rails. Uh, so I'm such a mark that at the end when they when we we see Tamura Morrison's back, I'm like, who is that? Who is that guy? I'm looking at his weapons. I'm like, he's got he's got a he's got a rifle. He's got a Tuscan thing. And then he turns around. And I was like, oh shit! Both of my kids yeah. were like this. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, you said a bad word. I was like, shut up, you little fucks. <laughs> it's Boba Fett. Where? Oh, yeah. Popped. Huge. Huge. I loved it. I mean, that had to be the part that popped me the most. The whole episode was great, though. Like, like, yep. like, like Rose said about the 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 Kray Dragon. Deep cut in Star Wars. Love seeing it. Love seeing the whole thing. Um, that was a great part. I love the part where, where he swings around Mando when he's in the bar talking to the weak way. He's like, oh, you mean the marshal? This guy over here? And he swings around and you see Cobb Vance like in the Boba armor, but he's got like, you know, the uh, the Burberry fucking shirt underneath there. You know, like he's at fucking uh, Abercrombie and Fitch or something. I'm like, come on, bro. You're going to dress it up like that with that with, that, with, with the red hoodie? Terrible. Disrespecting the armor. Mm-hmm. It was like <laughs> pop after pop after pop the whole episode. I was so excited, man. Like, it did not let me down. Not one bit, not one part. 
the whole thing, like you said, wrote deep cuts for all Star Wars fans, little drips and drabs here and there that if you're really paying attention, you pick up. Fucking loved it. I saw it three times already. I'm in. Hooked. Put it this way, bro. In Favreau Filoni, I trust. We said it before, but now it just even cements it even further. This episode within itself was what Star Wars could have and should be moving forward each yep. and every time. The way they sh- the way they shot it, the cuts, the angles, everything. Not only did its motif feel like it was an old school western, like a like a Clint Eastwood movie or or John Wayne movie, which fits the Mandalorian's uh, angle, if you will, and it's his persona, his, his gimmick. gimmick, his gimmick, Briz. You know what I'm saying? But um, the way they presented everything, like like the beginning. Did you realize that the guy with the one eye, that that, that alien, he was originally from the bar in in, uh, in episode four, New Hope, the alien species with the one yeah. eye. That was John Leguizamo. I didn't oh, realize that till the really? credits. Oh. Yeah. See, I heard I heard that was John Leguizamo, and apparently uh, Cobb's speeder. Yeah, was, was uh, a piece of uh, the uh, um, pop, the I think it's Sebulba's pod racer. Yeah. Yes, it was It was a pod racer. And I, yeah, it I was a pod racer. And I, and I was trying to figure out whose it was. Like, is it Anakin's or that? Whose pod racer is that? So I thought that was really cool. I thought it was uh, awesome. And I got I got some notes. Wait, hold on. But first right. and foremost, you know, not to take anything away from Tim Oliphant, he did a great job. Fantastic job acting-wise, you know, and bringing, bringing that character from the pages to the screen and making it feel organic and real and not forced. But the head of hair <laughs> made it funny. But the head of hair on that man. It's God amazing. bless him. No shit. He, he I don't know. I don't know if he was drinking some George Lucas inspired water because George Lucas has a great set of hair on him. I mean they're not they're not, you know, it's not Uncle Jesse John Stamos cool, but uh, God damn it's up there. Anyway. But he's got those Roman Reigns teeth, so it's a, it kind of it balances out. Yeah, I have no idea what that means, but okay. The uh, the veneers. Anyway, go on. What are you? What are, you, what are some All right. notes? All right, I got some notes from top to bottom. Okay, so uh, did you notice the graffiti on the walls when Mando and the child were walking through the slums? Yes. And we're about to go into the bar. What did you see? Yes. What did you guys see on the walls? I couldn't. I only watched it once, and I couldn't pick it up. But I was looking for some for some uh, Sabine artwork. That was my Easter egg that I was looking for, but I didn't find anything. Did you guys see something that I missed? I saw C three PO and I saw, I saw yep. and I saw a bunch of clones and stormtroopers. Yep. Okay. Mm, I'm I'm, okay. I'm gonna do you one better. Watch it again tonight. And right before when he when he's standing at the doorway, when they show him at the doorway scene, on the upper right hand corner of the door, someone drew Watto's face. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. sitting right in the upper right hand corner. I fucking popped immediately when I saw that. I paused it. I'm like, it's like a Watto. <laughs> I was so excited. So they, they walk in, right? And again, we have a cavalcade of aliens. You know, mostly humans are in there, but a bunch of aliens. We got the two Gamorians fighting it off, which I thought was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Not that I would know how to keep track of those two because they looked exactly the same. Um, and they got the vibro axes, and you can see the you know the uh, the vibrations coming off them when they hit. And then they pan to the crowd, and I, twice they show this character that see Filoni and Favreau are really smart because they 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 reutilize things, but they also do things that really only true deep cut fans know. So they see this guy in the crowd who is clearly this action figure that they made of this guy named Constable Zuvu. Holy Zubu, shit! Zuvu was supposed to be in the Force Awakens, and his scenes got cut, but they made an action figure of him, a six inch black series, that literally was on the shelves for fucking four years because the guy never showed up in the sh- in the movie and no one knew who he was and nobody wanted him. Toys R Us' dying leg, they were selling these for 90 fucking cents. I, I wound up buying three of them for like 90 cents because I was like, I just got to take them home because it's terrible. And they showed him twice inside that fucking little ring scene when he was over there, which I popped for because they had to have the costume left over and they were like, you know what, this motherfucker didn't get his shine in Force Awakens. Let's just throw him in this thing over here because, you know, it, it give him a little, a little, at least a little bit of a back. What was his name? Constable Zulu? Constable Zuvu. 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 Okay. Yep. What else? What else you got? We want more eggs. Hit us with the eggs. That's right. Hit us with the eggs. You want more eggs? You want to just talk about the episode kind of in succession? Well, hit us with the eggs, and then we'll talk All about right. the episode. So, when when the Gamorrean guard jumps Gamorian. out of the ring, 
Uh, the Gamorrean guard jumps out of the oh, ring. Oh, he, he does a suicide dive? Dude, all I could think of was Undertaker doing the, the, the suicide dive on Michaels on WrestleMania 25 when he fucking landed on his head. Exactly the same way he came over the top. And he, Mando just steps out of the way. <laughs> he just lands on his fucking head. I Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I just got an inside scoop. That egg was brought to you by Marky Mark Productions. Thank you very much. You're Go welcome. on. Sorry. Greatest match in WrestleMania history. Anyway. um. When they pulled out on Mando, when they pulled the guns out, the fact that he just sat there and just didn't flinch at all is just so gangster. Like, the guy's got his back to, like, four dudes with a gun on him. He's like, you sure you want to do this? Because I can let you walk out of here alive. And then it was game on, boy. Not Love. for nothing, though, with the way the way, uh, <laughs> the way way Baby Yoda sells oh hits God. the button and then the thing closes. Even though we saw it in the trailer, I still pop every time when huge. I see it. Huge. Okay, you know, he hits the gimmick and he disappears. I loved it. That was amazing. Um, so we see we see him kick the shit out of all those guys, blah, 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 whatever. We go from there. A lot of killing in that scene, too. Not very Disney-esque when he puts a knife through that dude's fucking heart and walks out the door. I was so happy that actually happened. Oh, love I was like, dude. yes. I watched it three times. I'm like, yes. I was happy that. to see the hand-to-hand combat, too, him kicking some ass. Yeah, for a change, right? Yes. Yeah, not get his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, and then when they land back on Tatooine... We see a familiar droid that we're all, uh, you know, seen previously. Oh, yes. yeah. R five D four. He rolls out the door. Now the question is, I wish they would have had a throwback. Well, one line would have been great, where she was like, oh, "I bought this junker from some fucking Jawas like thirty years ago." I would have loved that because then it would have been like we knew it was the R five that was sold to Lars. Oh, you know, Lars. Uh, what's his name? It oh, is Lars. the same one though. Well, yeah, you, th- you we we assume it is. No, it I is. I'll tell you why. Throw- I'll tell you why. This is this is where we separate the men from the boys there, young one. So <laughs> let me explain why. And they explained this during the documentary series. The part where the motivator busted in the back, they painted like the smudge and the decay from the motor uh, from the busted motivator. So it's the same droid with a new motivator. And if you see it, the camera shot shows like a black smudge in that little that little part where it blows the gasket. From episode four, so it's the same droid. Nice. All right, I'm in. I'm happy now. I, pop, I was. So I, pop, uh, I pop for that big time. I was waiting for him to blow up again. Like <laughs> in, in that's what I, I was like. This is how I'll know it's the same droid because he'll blow up. He'll it'll have the same like, fucking issue. He'll be like the JT Smith of uh, 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 of droids. He's <laughs> botching the spots. <laughs> All right, That'd Doc. What else? What other eggs you got? All man? right, let's see what let's see what else I got here. Uh, so uh, the Weequay is the bartender. So you know that that's of the yeah. of the race of the species for that was on Jabba's uh, Jabba's uh, cell barge, yeah. which was cool. Ro already mentioned the pod racer engine that um, the Cobb Vance was riding on, and I'm pretty sure that was um, Sebulba's pod racer because it looks exactly like it. And he was on uh, obviously on Tatooine. So I, I, I saw that pop. And how would he control that? It's in general, I don't know. Whatever. Well, the fact that if, if it was Sabobas, if it was Anakin's, if it was Scuba Steve's, it doesn't matter. The fact that they just brought pod racing back, yeah, and they and they and they incorporated it into a speeder, money, dope, so money, baby. Anyway, so money. Um, and then when they show Cobb Vance uh, getting the armor, you know, from the uh, from the Jawas, I thought that was awesome because you know our assumption was the Jawas had taken the armor out of the Starlight Pit, blah blah blah. And then when he confronts the mining colony and he shows up and everybody immediately is like, oh, shit, it's Boba Fett. And they kind of get thrown off. In reality, he's wearing like, you know, the Abercrombie and Fitch sweater underneath. Um, Pop, pop, pop. And then he dips out as those guys dip out. And then immediately, what does he do? Finally, we see Boba drop the rangefinder on his his thing. And then he pulls out the fucking 1979 recalled action figure feature where he leans over. And gives him a little rocket firing Boba Fett action. Throwback to the to, to the action figure that never happened. The, which uh, I pop, uh, the sound before. the sound from the rangefinder was the same sound that they used in Empire Strikes Back. Yes, they did it then. Yep. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, pop and at, immediately. And at the end, in the reveal, you hear the Spurs sound when he walks too. Yep. What else you got? So, th- so that was good. The uh, the dogs that they had seen inside the um. The, the tunnel. Yeah, basically, we, we, well, I wrote this down before they, they showed the um, the Tuscans come out, but we knew that was from Attack of the Clones. We, we, we've seen those those masses previously. And then um, the whole 
you know, Cray Dragon scene was amazing. I mean, from top to bottom. You know, I, I popped in enormous when he threw the the vomit vial that came out of his mouth and he sweet. burned everybody with the acid. Yeah. And, and I'm like, is he burning them? And then you suddenly you see the next one, and then yeah, he burns them. Dope, amazing, loved it. Loved did it. You, did you guys pick up on the pearl uh, that they got from the crate dragon? I think it was in either the Star Wars Galaxies or Kotor. The pearl was also. I think that was you could use those to help build lightsabers. So that was kind of like a deep cut to one of the games or just to the nice. uh, history of the Krayt Dragon itself. And I, was, I thought I, that I was think, pretty cool. I think the pearl comes from, if I'm not mistaken, uh, KOTOR, maybe? I think it was KOTOR, yeah. How much and, cool shit is that, man? That's so, uh, like, Those are some deep-ass cuts right there, dude. Love it. Love and you it, know, love I found out today, which, which, you know, it's not canon anymore like Revan, but... Um, the pearl that was Han. Han used a pearl like that to buy his way into the Sabacc game, where he won the Falcon in you know a old extended universe, not new canon. Right. But I thought you know again, sweaty deep cuts, buddy. All yeah, day long. man. Oof. Like just thinking about all that little shit. Like man, it's like something. If this season continues like that, it's something for everybody because you get your Baby Yoda fix, you get your Mando fix, but then us, we get all those like weird, intricate details that we know, you know what I mean? And we recognize and we pick up. That's why we watch it over and over again to see what we missed. To me, that shit is ridiculous. I love it. Couple, couple things on my end that I picked up. One, the armor being less colorful. So it looks like the acid ate away, uh, yes. at least on the best car. And two, yep. uh, when he says he lives in a Sarlacc pit, and in, in an empty Sarlacc pit, and the guy's like, I've never met an empty Sarlacc pit. You know, on Tatooine, he goes, yeah, because he yeah. ate the Sarlacc. He makes you go like, wow. Like, yeah. you thought, yeah, I was the boss. No, 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 no. This mm -hmm. is the boss at the end of the video game right now. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Goldfish. But look. This is this one thing I liked about this episode. They off the trailers, they showed nothing, and a lot of the stuff they showed was within the first five minutes of the episode, which means that we have so much on the back end now. We don't know what to expect, what's going to happen. They killed three rumors off the bat in one episode that we figured they're going to drag out and space it out to keep people on the hook, but they gave it to us right in the upfront. They gave yeah. us Tatooine, and it was done awesome. They gave us Cobb Vanth and the Boba Fett armor, and then they gave us Boba Fett at the end. Allegedly, Boba Fett could be Captain Rex, but I really, really severely doubt it's Captain Rex. Yeah. But either, either which way, those three deep cut rumors that everyone's like, nah, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Boom. In your yeah. face. Yeah. In your face, dude. I, amazing. Wow. Amazingly done. Unprecedented because no one expected it. They started off hot, like I said, and they gave you everything up front. It makes you think that, hey, this is the stuff that leaked. Guess what? Eh, it's nothing. Wait till you see what we really got to show you guys. Yeah. You know, it makes it just makes you like, oh, what's next? I, I got to see it. I got to see it. I don't know. But I, I love the episode. I thought the episode was one of the – actually, I had, even in the first series, uh, first season, I thought this was like – one of the greatest episodes of all time. Hands down. You are correct, man. Yeah. it's uh, If you notice, too, at the end, Boba had the Bantha. Uh, he was wearing, like, the Bantha fur, it looked like, as a cover. And his weapons were... Um, Tus Tuscan sand weapons. Yeah, Tuscan yeah. weapons. And I was thinking, I was wondering, man, maybe was he... Is that what he's doing to survive? Like, killing, you know, and poaching and just surviving like that? Or was he in disguise the whole time as a Tuscan Raider? And it uh, was in the episode. And uh, I wonder if he was just in the background chilling, watching Mando oh, the whole time. That, that's a you know what I mean? Point. That kind of crossed, crossed my mind. Like, maybe, maybe will they go that deep? Who knows? Or was it just a, hey, he was there at the end. He is alive. And, you know, whether they use him, whether he shows up or not again uh, this season, that remains to be seen. It could be just like a hint towards the next season or like, a, hey, he is alive type thing. Regardless, it's like, holy shit, man. Like, you guys jumped, the gate opened, and they came out running. And it's like, how do you top that? 
How do you chop that? Do do you bring it back down for episode two now? You know, we get like a little bit of a, that was a, hey, that sucked you in. Now it's like build, build, build. And then episode like four or five comes and it's back to insanity. Like, man, I don't know where you go from there, but I can't wait to see. So excited. There's so many avenues they can go down because they they just barely scratched scratched the surface with all this new stuff on this first episode. We still got to worry about uh, uh, Grief Karga and Cara Dune. We still got to worry about uh, more, I mean, because look, they didn't they didn't force it down our throats this episode with Baby Yoda. He was a real side character, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. He had his time to shine, and he did his little cooing sounds here and there, which made him, like, you know, stand out. He got those little pops from the crowd, but we weren't force-fed him this episode, so we got that to worry about. And then we got, what's his name? Moff Gideon. He wasn't Moff even Gideon. in this episode. Yeah, you know, the Dark Or the Dark Saber. So, but here's the deal. How did the Jawas get the armor. Did Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc pit because he was too hard to digest because of the best car? And he escaped and he was wounded and they stole the armor and he, he felt he felt disgraced and that's why he hasn't gone after the armor. Because let's face it, he got swallowed years before this incident happened, right? Mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi yep. five years ago. So for five years, he's been on Tatooine. For five years, he's been doing what he has to do to survive. But also for for the last, let's say, five years, Cobb Vanth has had his armor and he knows about it. And he hasn't been going after his armor. Why is that? Is he disgraced because he lost his armor? Is he disgraced because someone saw him without his, with, without his helmet on? Is it because maybe he has a new lease on life and he's looking at things differently? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, a Jedi killed his father. A Jedi uh, fought him on the sail barge, they made him go into the Starlight Pit. So when he does see Baby Yoda, and he's a Jedi, and he sees he uses the Force, well, he's not a Jedi, but he sees he uses the Force. Is he going to go after him? I mean, there's so many different things that can that can come from this scenario if booked properly. It's just gold, gold across the board. You're just printing money. Take it all right now. Take it, yeah. take it, take it, take it. You know. Yep, and th- these guys know how to book, man. And you know what? When you said that, is that Captain Rex? That I didn't even think about that. Well, look, he had that look on it. I don't think it's going to be Captain Rex for two reasons. One, Captain Rex, um, he's a clone, and these clones have the speeded aging process. So for him to be five years after Return of the Jedi, and that old man who's now retcon as Captain Rex, as part of the Trailblazers and Han Solo's yep. troop on mm-hmm. uh, Endor looked a lot older than Tamara Morrison looked now, yeah. right? Yep. So he would have to be look really, really old, and he had a big white beard. I mean, granted, he could shave, but I really doubt it's Captain Rex. And why yeah. Why would Captain Rex be on... Um, Tatooine. On Tatooine after yeah. he grew up. After, yeah, no, after, I agree. So I, I'm guaranteeing you it's Boba. Fett. It's Boba, I, yeah. Like, he looks so distraught, unless maybe he has amnesia. He doesn't remember who he is. Uh, they he could do that, too. I'm just he, saying. Did you see half his face is like half burnt? Yep. Yeah, look, yeah, he's all scarred up. Dude, yeah, he's a scar. I was stoked to see up. that. And I'm uh, I'm hoping they do like a, uh, almost like a double turn where it's him versus Mando for whatever. And then at the end, it's like they team up. And then we see Boba. We get more Boba, maybe old Boba, maybe his own series or something like that. That would be really cool. Uh, because there's stuff, like you said, it's a license to print money. There's It's easy to work with that. That dude's a fan favorite, and you can actually add so much more meat to that stew with him. Something else that popped me, actually, by the way, it just popped into my head, was uh, Cobb Vanth talking about when they were watching it on the the video thing, the night the Death Star 2 got destroyed, and how they were celebrating, and how he was explaining how, you know, as soon as it happened, Empire left town, and all this stuff. And I was like, man, that's really cool, because that's more shit I want to know about, like, how did it break down? Obviously, the aftermath books talked about that, but they were kind of all over the place. But man, if they could dwell more on that a little bit, oh, I'm all about it. That's 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 like cool stuff because who doesn't want to know about directly after Return of the Jedi? That's like so much time that I guess you know five years is a lot of time. So who knows what will happen? I honestly hope they get Mark Hamill to show up in in here, uh, even if it's for a cameo or something. Just something, man, to see that. Telling that you, would that's be gonna awesome. be the payoff. That's gonna be the payoff, I think, for this season. He's gonna do a cameo. Whether they de-age him or they 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 
take a, another actor and they just throw Mark Hamill's face on it and they do that that uh, deep fake, whatever it may be, where I'm down. I am so down. Um, little known fact, when they show the Death Star, right before it blows up in a little hologram underneath it, it's all basic language, right? Some guy actually decoded it. It's the opening scroll from Return of the Jedi. Oh, oh my that's, God. That's, that's awesome. That's so ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> Seriously, so ridiculous. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wow. I'm glad it was you, not me, because I would not be yeah, very happy to decode it. And it says the opening crawl from Return of the Jedi. It's like that guy from uh, Christmas Story, drink your Ovaltine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah, when they showed that part with the video of the Death Star, I'm like, who recorded that fucking video? I'm just curious. Was there like some like space World paparazzi? World star, baby. World some, some, star. Some space paparazzi hanging out there. It was like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was fucking dying. I was like, who, who recorded that shit? So It was so good. Top to bottom. Loved it. I don't know. I look. I don't know any other. See, I don't know any other show besides Cobra Kai that could start off like that and and be just like fascinating. You know what I mean? And they gave yeah. us fifty plus minutes of this. I hope every episode is fifty something minutes, uh, dude. Right away when I saw the the beginning opening segment and the and the episode nine, the marshal, I went, no way. We're gonna get Cobb Vant the first episode. I went. I yeah. went. I really thought it was gonna be like episode five or six or something like that. But bro, they brought it and they brought it hard. And one of my favorite parts is when <laughs> he goes to sit down with the uh, with the drink, and he takes off his helmet, and then Mandalorian realizes he's not a real Mandalorian. Yeah. You without even looking at his face, without without seeing any, yep. you could just feel the hatred and the animosity he had towards this guy rocking the man the the the, the Beskar armor. He's like, mother. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. he, he, he looked real disappointed. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just thought it was great from top to bottom. Um, all right, let's go around the horn. Any predictions? Listen, well, I, I was oh, worried man. that I was worried that they were going to show Boba at the very last scene, at the very last episode, tease for the next one. The fact that they pulled him out right from the fucking beginning, it's like there's nothing else that I need right now. Like you've given me the starting point that I was hoping for, that I wanted. Bring the story. It's just gonna be. I don't. I really don't care because I'm just gonna sit back and I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, and and that was the thing. I was like, well, we teased Boba, and I was waiting. I was like, okay, at the end, are we gonna see something? And then all of a sudden, the music just changes, and you're like, oh, no way! And then he turns around, and I, I was just like, holy yeah. shit! You know what I mean? It was such a huge pop. I wonder something. I was wondering if. Sabine or um man, what's her name? What's Katie Sackhoff's character? Boca Ten. Yeah, if he finds if he runs into them, now obviously they'll take off their helmets. So yeah. I wonder if it's just like uh his clan of Mandalorians that do not do that for a reason, or if the Night of Tears happened after uh Return of the Jedi and um that's why. So now, from now on, Mandalorians do not take, or, or during Return of the Jedi. So now, Mandalorians do not take their helmets off for that reason, because that they do have to explain that is it like an outer rim thing that we that maybe his crew doesn't do because of that, or is it like something that we don't know about during a certain time and place that uh, Nas Sabine won't take her helmet off or uh, Bo-Katan? So there has to be something, and obviously. You have Katie Sackhoff. She's definitely taking her helmet off. So it could know. be a foundling thing. It, it, maybe it is. You know, maybe you it know? is. And I guarantee you, they're going to retcon it where they're going to make uh, Boba and Django part of the Mandalorians again, but a disgraced clan or something to that effect where people will turn a blind eye to, but they really oh, are sweet. Mandalorians. You know what I mean? Yeah. It only makes sense. It only, you know, and you know what else they, they, they retcon, dude? I remember. Them saying in the past that Boba's Fett's armor wasn't Beskard. It was a secondary strong type of metal that the that people used in Mandalorian armor, but it wasn't Beskard. But this episode, they they, they said it was Beskard. Yeah. So hey man, I'll take it. Yeah, take I will too. Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, you already like you said, the way it ended. I was already invested because it's Mandalorian. And then as soon as you pull that car, it's like, boom, you pull the king out right off the bat. 
It's like, well, shit, man, where do we go from there? So if this is what it's not even this isn't even your trump card. And this is what you're beginning with. Yeah, I can't even imagine what you're going to in midpoint and the, the finish is going to be like, oh, God, I can't even imagine. So there has to be like a huge card up that sleeve, whether it is the Ahsoka reveal or whether it's a Mark Hamill cameo at the end of season two. I mean, like you already got me. What else are you going to give me? You And and they're smart. So they, they have something planned, man. We're going to get yep. some more cool shit. And I, I just can't wait to see where it goes. Or put it this way: Last season started with a big finish with Baby Yoda, and everyone popped. This is now it's banned. Now it's now it's uh that's true. Now it's Boba Fett, right? And then we ended last season with the dark saber. So we got to finish this season off strong with something big as well. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking the false finish is going to be Ahsoka mid season, and then and at the end of the season it's going to be Luke. That's what I'm Man, calling right now. Could you imagine that? And then oh oof, ah, my god, you know Mark yeah. Hamill. I know they could talk him into it. I know, because I know he said he's done with Star Wars, but if he sees a little bit of redemption for, you know, his character arc and then um, how successful the show is, like, I can't see him not doing it, man. Back up the Brinks truck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, shit. One of our our, uh, friends of the show, Josh from Den of Nerds, he had a good tagline today. He goes, uh, Disney Star Wars showing uh, showing everyone that Bubba Fett, he's no good to me dead. Because he's going to make them a lot of Scott Old now that he's back on the scene. Chris yes. being clean. He, you know, he's not lying. All right, Doc, any any uh, any predictions besides pain? Pain. Uh, now, listen, like I said, uh, I'm going to have a hard time predicting anything right now. They've given me exactly what I was predicting and what I needed. I'm just happy to be sitting in the passenger seat along for the ride. So I'm going to go no predictions. Mm. All right. Cool, man. Cool. Um, I mean, put it this way. We still got Sasha Banks, whatever character she's playing, right? I don't think she's playing Sabine. Honestly, you might think I'm nuts. I think they might get Jamie Lee Curtis because there was talks about her being part of season two. Yeah, I remember that. I I can see her being Sabine or an old Mandalorian. I mean, even though she's a little too old for Sabine at that time, she does. I mean, you dye her hair, she still looks young. You know what I'm saying? She still looks trading places young. So. You know, maybe not as fit, but whatever. Um, so who knows? Maybe she might be she might be Sabine. Who knows? But then we got Bo Katan. We might have Captain Ron, have Ahsoka. I mean, because these three rumors that they said they were were in the show and everyone dismissed all came true first show. What if all the other rumors are true as well? Mm-hmm. Yep. We have no idea. But that's that's the fun spot. That's the fun part. Speculating responsibly and like Doc said, sitting back and feeling like a kid again and enjoying the ride and not worrying about identity politics, not worrying yeah. about inside baseball, what's going on behind the scenes, just being happy, being a fan. And I think being that's a the fan. Oof, boy. Dude, I, I, I felt like that the, for the first time in a long time with this. Yeah. I was so excited. Hands oh, down. Too, bro. I, I know they try and say, Oh, fan service or bringing Boba Fett back, but why not? I mean, why not bring back a character that's so over, that you want and more speaking of. Speaking over, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> but you, but why not bring him back? Why not do something with him? And if you do it right, he's just going to attract more people. Or if you can make him a, a really badass villain or anti-hero, what's the problem with that? I, I don't see that. And the people that are buying all your merch, the people that are re-watching it nonstop, it's us. It's the nerds. It's the, it's the deep cut fans. You know, you attract those new eyes with the Austin 316, but you keep them with the stunning Steve. You know, you, you keep you keep us with the stunning Steve type stuff because we know all the deep cut stuff. That's what keeps us going. And so you you put that boba in there. You already sold us because Mando season one was so good. Now you got us hooked in. And now with just giving us that steak right off the bat, it's like, damn, yeah. man, it's got to be like, what you got for lame and yawn next? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, it, it's I can't wait to see where they're going with this. And I'm not trying to get too hyped. You know what I mean? Because I know we got to bring it back down and reset and give us some of the cool, um, you know, episodic style episodes until you start cooking again. I totally understand that. But, man, I'm, I'm ready for it, man. They, they just... They kicked down the door, waving the 4 4. That's pretty much what they did. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. All you heard was Biggie, don't hit me no more. That's right. Uh, <laughs> listen, man, I, whatever they have in store, I wholeheartedly have faith in Filoni and in Favreau 
because to me they can't do no wrong. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm drinking too much of the Kool Aid, but yeah, I know, the right? proof the proof the, pr the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, like we said, we feel like fans again. We haven't felt like I mean, I haven't felt like this in a long time. I mean, I mean since. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Solo was the last time I felt like this. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And before that, it was, it, you know, it, after episode eight, it kind of dwindled. And then all the inside baseball talk and this, that, and the other. And the, it just killed it. To, even even with Mando, I stayed away from the TV spots. Any, any predictions and spoilers, I just kept away from. We hardly talked about it on the NFO. But God damn, man. God and they're doing the Lord's work, and they're doing it right, man. Yeah, I am so happy about this. I mean, and they just—I don't know—they just scratched the surface. That's it. They—they they, they didn't even deep dive into the lore yet. There's so much more that they can play with that it's only going to make this so much better. So I don't know. But boys, let—I mean, we've been talking almost 40 minutes about a, a, a about one episode. So let them know where they can find you at, and we can rock and roll. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rohit. Give me some money. Support the X Division champion. Of course, every Tuesday you can find me acting a damn fool on Twitch, uh, on Impact Wrestling, of course, uh, or Access TV. Um, at Hakeem Zane on Twitter, Raju Zane 80 on the Instagram. And if you're in the Michigan area and you want to be a professional wrestler, just hit up my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Zane 80 Hit me up. You can come out to Bay City. We're training people the right way. We're training you how to, you know, it's not all about the spots. It's about the philosophy. It's about, you know, being a character. It's about making moments and learning your craft well. That's where you can find this old man. You can find me at Dr. D-R underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-R-O-I-O, Instagram, Alex Royo, M-D, Twitter, Alex Royo on Facebook. You can find me watching episode one of season two, Mandalorian, over and over and over again until season uh, episode two comes out. Uh, no, you can find me at Greek God Papadon on Twitter and Instagram. Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Greek God Papadon is the YouTube channel, Pro Wrestling Tees. Slash Greek God Papadon is the Pro Wrestling Tea Store. Now uh, you could find our boy Spiro at Spiro underscore A on uh, Instagram at Handsome Reaper on Twitter. Rational Rage and RationalRage.tv is his other podcast. You could find the three of us uh, together at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter. New Force Order on Instagram and official New Force Order. On Facebook, please send us an email regarding this episode to newforceorder at yahoo.com. We want to hear from the fans, all five of you guys, what you guys thought about this episode. And I'm going to throw this out there. Ro, next Friday, episode two. You want to come back and talk shop? You want to yeah, come back and talk shop every episode? Let's do yeah, it, brother. I should be able to. Yeah. I told you, you're the official fourth man now. <laughs> I like it. I dig it, man. We talk Star Wars, bro. I'm all, you know I'm all about it. All right, brother. You know, hopefully everything goes well. I mean, we got some big guests coming up on the show. Uh, so lo and behold, people, you guys are going to be very surprised who's coming on. Actors from Star Wars that I was able to talk to during the week. They're coming down the path. Uh, we might have a guy. So I talked to some dude today. He's a college player, but he just built his own Mandalorian thing from 3D printing. And it looks, dude, it looks so legit. Like I thought I was looking at a picture of, of a movie a movie uh, from from the TV series, and I told him, man, come on, let's talk about the process, how you went about go making your co your costume. So we might have him on soon as well too. Um, so we'll see, man. All you guys got to do is just follow New Force Order, and uh, yo, push your school one more time, brother. Congratulations on the school. Thank you, first man. and foremost. I know wrestling is, in, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but I know wrestling's in good hands by you teaching some of the people who are going to go down this path in the near future. Uh, you're doing it the right way. So kudos to you. And Thank if you, you guys are serious about becoming a pro wrestler and you're in the Michigan area, I strongly suggest you get to sit under this guy's uh, learning tree because he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. I mean, he is the X Division champion. So let them know where they can hit you up. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash RajuZane80. We're going to call it my old school moniker. I used to be called the Mad Dragon when I first started because I was a huge fan of Kung Fu movies. So it's going to be the Dragon's Lair Pro Wrestling Academy. It's not about the spots. It's about the moments. If you ever watch me on TV, 
I'm all about the character. I'm all about the work, whether it's the heel or the face. Very old school. And that's what we're teaching there, teaching you the right way. Uh, my passion is professional wrestling, and I want to share it with you. So please, if you are in the Michigan area, hit me up. We're training hard. We don't mess around. I want to get you in the best shape that you can be. But I also want you to know the art and the finesse of professional wrestling done the right way. And I appreciate cool. that. Thank you. No, brother. No, man. No problem, man. Look, I, I just did an interview this week. Uh, and we were talking uh, a podcast, and we were talking. I, I was talking to them about professional wrestling, obviously. And I was telling them, there's not too many guys out there that do pro professional wrestling justice anymore. And I'm not shitting on any of our friends or compadres in the business, but a lot of the people nowadays allow the fans dictate the matches and dictate the the pace of the match, where we're the puppet masters. And guys like yourself, guys like me, uh, we are still part of that old school mold where we come into the ring, we have our presence, people stop what they're doing, they watch us, we emotionally make that connection with them, and we entertain them. And for whatever time we have in that ring, they know it's a work, but they lose that moment of disbelief, and, and, and they get emotionally attached to us because we get, quote unquote, it. We don't try to be cool heels when we're heels. We don't try to be badass baby faces. We just, we know how to make it work because we've been doing it for so long. So when you, I found out you're doing the school, I'm like, good. Then a new crop of people are going to come out doing it the right way because they're learning from you. And they're not going to be citizens of Leg Slap City. Like 99% of all these other fucking Ooh. wrestlers who slap their legs on everything and they don't sell shit. Right. Sorry. Not to go no, that's, that's true. But listen, Doc, you okay? I'm good. Good. Yeah, I was, what I was, waiting, for, I was waiting for you guys to stop directing each other off. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, getting a little jealous. Gonna, I had to like give myself a handy over here. Well, we would have done it for you, but we forgot the tweezers. Don't worry about it. Listen, <laughs> what you gonna do? Well, Mandomania. There we go. You got him. Runs wild on you. The new force order for life. And that's just too sweet. The heart of a warrior forged in strife. The price of your honor may cost your life. Masked by your soul, by your fears and pain. This is the Listen, kid, I'm not one to sing. I don't do the whole lullaby thing. But I guess if you're under my wing, I might as well tell you about the fire I bring. I'm a gun for hire with the shortest shot. Props to my home planet, Mandalore. I got a lot of bounties I'm hunting, but I'm unorthodox. Anyone wanna see Ida? Why, of course we're not, because you can call me Mando. Oughta call me daddy. Think I couldn't handle starting up a family while pulling nine to five. I don't even need a nanny. Got the entire empire twisting up the panties. Even the guild wants to kill me too, but I think I'm hanging on to this little green dude. Ha! Don't touch him, cause I'm quick with my gun I was trained to maintain a consistent income So if you're a single parent, put your hands up Got a kid dependent on your better man up Doesn't matter if he ain't yours Raise him, train him, burp him and learn how to change him Life speed, hit the hyperdrive Cause I need to restock our diaper supply I'm a full-time father, don't get in my way When I'm homeschooling, because this is the way I'm the best in my class, valedictorian Did it with a child while proudly supporting him If you try to swipe him, look out, I'll be so Cause I'm flying the Marty, I put the man in DeLorean I'm a star hopping martial arts master No one faster, on the draw with a blaster And this kid's gonna follow suit Cause if you find a foundling, you know what to do Now all my daddies, follow where you are Hold the family down Take notes, little guy. 
Anybody with debts better hit the jets hard Cause our targets won't ever get far Forget the vets, we got the best bars And I don't just mean best guard Taking the fresh air while you can still smell it Because when you come of age I gotta get you a helmet And I think we're gonna really need to customize No offense buddy but your head's an awkward size If you're ever feeling down I got my rocket boost If you behave well I'll give you a frog to chew And if you get drowsy I got some Jawa juice Because we never stop running got a lot to do So I'm a tune like it work like a whistling bird And don't you ever use a force because it is for nerds Wait how did you do that dude you used it To be honest I don't know if I can fully approve it But you saved my ass from a mud horn And gave us a clamp tag that I'll adorn Nonetheless if I have a say in your career A space wizard ain't it cause the Jedi are weird This is a hell of a dilemma and by now it's apparent That I really need a guidebook on how I should parent At the least I can keep a roof over his head So much as look at him wrong and you're gonna be dead Now all my daddies all the way you at Hold the family down to the nannies Go on and back your interested in joining our elite roster of sponsors from now through the end of the year Hamid Media Group is offering special rates as we continue our exponential growth as we expect to hit 3 million downloads in the first half of 2021 giving you the absolute best value for you to advertise your company brand product service or podcast we encourage you to reach out at hamidmediagroup at gmail.com and ask us how we can give the Hamid Media bump to you